This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, March the 14th, 2016. My name's Homer Lopez, and I thank you for joining us in this time of March Madness. March Madness, physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call at 1-800-951-0592, and the lovely Wendy will be there to take your calls and answer your questions, walk you through your order, or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, take a look at the products, but you can get the news to disturb the comfortable. And this show is brought to you daily, weekly, now 20-plus years by the man, the myth, the legend, the guy we like to call the double. His name's Joe Jaquin, and you're here to get your daily dose of the double. How are you, man? It's March Madness. Are you March good? Madness. Crazy time right I'm going to tell you, productivity is fixing to go way down. We're going south. Going south. As everyone gets ready to fill out their brackets, I was nervous. You know, most of you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, I was born and raised in Syracuse, New York, a little town called Jamesville, a huge Syracuse fan, and everybody, all the, you know, it's just, (laughs) I felt like it's just like these analysts that that tell you what the uh, stock market's going to do or what gold's going to do or oil's going to do. They're never right. Everybody... All week long was saying Syracuse was out. They weren't going to get into the dance. I was shocked. But based on listening to those jokers, so I'm uh, that made me happy. Uh, Probably about the only thing that made me happy this weekend. Just really confusing times for me. You know, I don't know uh, if who saw it, but you know the Donald Trump. Uh, the protesters in Illinois shutting down a a speech that Donald Trump was going to do because people were afraid of violence. And I watched pretty much all the news media outlets saying that it's Donald Trump's fault. And I'm confused. Do, do that many people really want to keep the border wide open? Right, just let it go. Have all these. I mean, let's face it. I don't know. You know, maybe in certain parts of the country, you're not aware of the hundreds of thousands of kids and these kids that are flowing through the borders today. And not only that, but then I guess his statement about are we at war with Islam or does Islam hate us? I think was the question, and he kind of pretty much said, "Well, yeah, I think they do." And at least for me, I know that the media likes to use the term radical Islam is the enemy. But when you look at it, I mean, you've got entire nations that weekly chant death to America. You know, I heard one guy come out and say, well, it's mostly just the Sunnis. Of course, the Sunnis are, are is ISIS. Uh, Sunnis are also the Saudis. And then, of course, the, the Shia's like Iran. I would, 
I would at least say, wouldn't we want to be honest about the fact that a big portion, because we think of something as radical. Wouldn't you think it would be like a just a small sliver? Small percentage, yeah. A small percentage. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think we're dealing with a much bigger percentage. Is it radical to say we need to close the border? Is that a radical thought? I'm asking, you know what, Homer of Mexican descent, Sure, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a radical thought? Yes. I'm going to tell you my opinion is yes, simply because this is America. We open our arms and doors and just read what it says on Statue of Liberty. Give us your poor, give us your... And, and for the idea that we're closing it, and here's what I just don't understand by what these, these folks that are fighting it about uh, is that it's like they forget what happened in San Bernardino. It's like they forget that 9-11 happened. It's like they forget... There's a reason behind, you know, there's, there is a cause of why you want to shut down borders, okay? It's to avoid another San Bernardino, another 9-11. And you know what? All of it has been, you know, Middle well, Eastern descent. Of, right? Well, that's part of it. The other part is we, we, at least most people will believe, it drives down wages, right? It, 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 it definitely uh, puts pressure on, on our workers, and I guess I'm just at a loss. Maybe I'm that out of touch. That apparently most of America and only extremely radical people like Donald Trump and and myself apparently believe that this is the path of probably if we want to continue to have prosperous futures, if if our children are to live better than we are, Right? Isn't that kind of what everybody, every parent's hope is? I think we need to change something. But I, I guess I just found it interesting. I guess that's my only take. I, you know what? Politically, I don't like to talk a lot of politics. Of course, it's an election year, so you're almost forced to. And then, of course, with the Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders thing, I think we're fo- supposed to, uh, you know, we're just, it's just so out there. And in, in, in America, the one thing I will say is the country's upset. Boy, can you feel it? Well, not only... On either side, really, right? Well, and the other thing I'll tell you is this, is I just don't understand when it became socially acceptable for... And I saw I saw this on, on social media. I thought it's for two politicians to be non-presidential and throw jabs about, I'm going to send your, my people to your rally, your people to my rally, and we're going to duke it out. Right. It's just nonsense. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love. And I was just thinking over the weekend, why is why is everybody so upset? And and I think I know the the the, the solution much much harder. But I think the the majority of America is is under duress. Because let's face it, if it was really good times, if it really was good times, we wouldn't be talking about this at all. It would have been Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton. 
If it was really good time, we wouldn't have all of these protesters in the in the uh, quote unquote violence, which let's face it, I think is more media driven than anything. I mean, so far I, I I saw at least what I've seen. One person got punched, and it really wasn't even. It was more of a flying elbow than a punch. But then I started thinking about all the all the stuff that's going on. You know, things we, we talk about the jobs and how they're not very good and wages aren't aren't growing and and the health costs and other rents and all these other things are are putting stress onto the American families. And we you know, in America you you need somebody to blame. Right? You need somebody to blame and everybody depending on what side you live you live on, I guess, is who you're you're gonna blame, but you know, some things that we haven't talked about lately. Credit card debt. We haven't talked about that. You know, on this show, not lately anyway. Do you know that uh, according to the numbers, U.S. credit card debt surged again to a $918 billion, uh, and that is uh, $52 billion more than just in the fourth quarter. Seven out of ten quarters reflecting year-over-year regression in consumer performance. And, of course, if your credit cards are carrying big big uh, balances, what does that do? Put stress on the budget, right? Too many people are, are making the minimum payments and, and can't really afford much more than that. And you think about how many people are, are on the brink. And it's just one more, one more thing to put on the pile, right? Well, one more bad thing happens. My card's maxed out. You know, it's just one more thing to put on the pile. Then I saw in the the Wall Street Journal, what was it? Was this this weekend? No, this was today's Wall Street Journal. The latest data showing cracks forming in the auto loan market, saying that subprime delinquencies. And let's face it, we know the auto market, the majority of that market is subprime. You know, good business to go into right now is repo. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe the repo man's coming back. The 60-day-plus delinquency rate among some prime car loans, which have been packaged into bonds over the past five years, climbed to 5.16%, according to Fitch, the highest levels in 20 years. So you, 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 you throw another log onto the fire. Right? Probably the same people that are defaulting on these subprime loans are the same people that got their credit cards maxed out. Right? They're the same people that are out there working all these part-time jobs. And, and of course, you know, we talk about like the the retail economy, the the bartender waitress economy, and then of course, but like the Uber economy, Instacart slashes grocery courier pay. Here's one of the big jobs now: people ordering their groceries online and having them delivered. Right, that's a that's a huge big trend, and I guess Instacart 
is the big player in the market. They announced over the weekend that they're cutting the fee it pays couriers who shuttle groceries in several cities. The latest Silicon Valley on-demand startup trying to contain costs in a tightened funding environment. (laughs) In other words, hey, no one's going to loan us any more money. So now we're going to have to control our our, our cost. Instacart informed drivers in recent weeks, and this is on top of, you know what, Uber did this uh, right around the holiday period. Now we're finding out Instacart's doing this that they're they're lowering their cost. So here's what they did. And this was, I didn't know what these people paid. So if you were a grocery courier, you used to get $4 for a delivery. Now, that didn't include tip. Just want to point that out. Contract drivers in the company's hometown of San Francisco who collect pre-packed bags from grocery stores will now earn only a dollar fifty from the previous four dollars. Say goodbye to that industry. <laughs> right. It says Instacart is also slashing. Now that's a sixty-three percent cut. They're also slashing by fifty percent. The commission it pays for each item in the order drivers collected when shopping in the stores. So in other words, for every item the driver put in the bag, they'd get 50 cents and then $4 for the delivery. Now they're going to get $1.50 for the delivery and a quarter for every item. The charges uh, to reduce the, the, the variability in how much shoppers earn. And we are constantly, I guess the shopper isn't the person placing the order, but it's the person that's going to, de- to deliver the order. And uh, help shoppers get more orders. Apparently, if they cut your pay, you're going to work harder for the pay. I don't know. How does that work? But this is just another of these things, and I'm like, you know, you start putting all of this together. How would you like it? Here you are trying to make ends meet. You're an Uber driver at night. During the day, you're making deliveries for Instacart, right? And in the meantime, you've got a subprime auto loan. You've got a maxed out credit card. You're trying to make ends meet. Next thing you know... Through no fault of your own, you wake up one day and, and your pay's gotten cut by 70%. Now all of a sudden you're showing up at one of these rallies because, let's face it, you're not working. you got nothing better to do. I don't know. I mean, is, is this what we have in store? And you start thinking about, here we're going to hear, you know what, the next two days the Federal Reserve is going to come out. This is the big meeting, the big March meeting, where they're going to, they're not going to raise rates. At least this is what Goldman Sachs and the markets say. They're not going to raise rates. But what we're all going to can be, be concerned about is the language. 
are they going to be hawkish or are they going to be dovish i mean this is this is what the entire stock market has now come down to hawkish or dovish and i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself interest rates here in america are at 25 basis points which outside of the last seven years would be the all-time record low in the history of the country, which in itself would say, um, I'm going to go with that's pretty bullish or pretty dovish. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, if the, yeah. lo- the lowest we've ever been is, you know, somewhere near zero. So let's just say the lowest was zero. We're, we're one quarter point above that. And they're talking about whether or not they're going to be hawkish or dovish. Really? The whole fate of the United States is in the hands uh, of these private bankers? And of course, really, it's not even for us. You better help us ignorant people out. Dovish means where they're not going. No, no. Well, that's that. We see clouds. We see clouds. Right. The economies, you know, really not. Did I start saying are hawkish and dovish the same thing? Because what's hawkish? (laughs) Hawkish would mean get ready. We mean it. We may raise rates again. We may do it. Be careful. None of that's for us. None of it's for us. That's just all for the rich banker friends. That's for the the one percenters out there. And then I, you know, you sit there and you wonder why all of these people are out on either side, so frustrated and so upset with with what this country has come turned into. Do you know what the middle class? is down to less than half in the United States. Doesn't surprise me. Down to less than half. It's gone away. It's under attack. And I think this is the the thing that, that for most people, how do we fix it? How do, how do we get out of of where we've gone down? Because the path has been really clear. Hasn't it been clear? I mean, the path that America's been on in the last 20 years really has been slanted to, to against the American worker. I mean, that's just the fact. Anybody that can deny that doesn't like to look at the fact. Wages aren't growing. The middle class is shrinking. Those are two undeniable facts. And what's changed? What's changed? And the answer is really pretty simple, at least in my mind. Free trade wasn't the deal that we were told it was going to be. And when we sit here today and and we look at, you know, where we are in the world, right, we can talk about, how our foreign policy has been horrible. The the challenges to the United States has been incredible. 
some of the deals that we made, like the deal with Iran, maybe the worst deal ever. I mean, like I said, here's a country that still chants death to America on a weekly basis. You know? And, and a guy comes out and, and and has somebody, let's face it, you know how these protests happen. They, it wasn't like all of these people just decided to get together. People do realize that, right? You do realize that somebody's money was behind it, right? I mean, you don't get thousands of people just spontaneously show up somewhere. And so when you're sitting there and you're looking at all of this, and that was what I was thinking, you know, all week long, I was thinking, I wonder who was, who, whose money was behind it. So far, I've only read one article that somebody insinuated it was Soros, George Soros's money behind it. And I sit there and I think to myself, look how easily manipulated we really are. And that's really, unfortunately for us here now, that's how America lives, through manipulation. I think that's part of the reason why so many people are so frustrated. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Monday. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And, you know, part of the thing that, that frustrates me the most is the power that so few people have. You know, the power to control the spin on the media, the power to control the spin on the economic news, the power to control what is politically correct and what isn't anymore. Right? And anybody that wants to challenge that is shamed you know and things that at least in my mind would be common sense stuff is somehow now just I don't know what the word is but I'm soft I just keep coming to myself look how soft we are now well I find it we very- have been wussified and, and then I think about, like, our kids, and we talk about these participation trophies. And I know, you're like, where are you going, Double? Where are you going? But it's a wussification of the United States. I find it interesting to go along with what you're saying here, that Donald Trump had somebody attack his stage, and the media makes Donald Trump out to look bad. <laughs> I forgot about so that. So it's right all now. Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> right. They want to blame him. Here he is, but give the it a media speech. can spin it any way they want. The media can spin whatever they want, whatever their agenda is. That's what you get spoon-fed. But this is my point. Why are they spoon-feeding that? Right? What how, is, how does it what, help their what, cause? Right. What is their end goal? And really, the end goal is, is you know what, uh, quite honestly, I, I don't know how other way, to, I don't want to sugarcoat it, but it's the destruction of what used to be the United States. I, and they want to turn it into a very socialistic, 
a, a very much a, a uh, apologetic, and they want to essentially redistribute the wealth that the United States had amassed and spread it out and give it away. And I, I'm just in shock that, you know what, do, do these people, these journalists, I mean, they act like they really believe it. You know what I'm saying? They come out on the television and you would swear that you must be... You're wrong in your thinking if you don't believe what we're telling you. And I start thinking about stuff, and I know I'm wacky. Listen, I know I'm a wacko. I get it. But I also know that I'm right on a lot of things. And I research a lot of things. And I start thinking about, wow, they... These people are willing. They're willing to have it take deck. Well, willing. They're smart enough to know. Hey, we can't do this overnight. It's going to take us decades to get it done. And 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 I think about, you know, my, my both of my boys. They're, they're they're good athletes. They they compete in in sports. And and you see the worst in people at these things. You really do. And how much it's changed from when I was a kid. When I was a kid, your parents dropped you off. And you were lucky if they picked you up somewhat on time for practice. They'd go to the games. They'd watch the games. Maybe one, maybe both. At least for my parents, I don't think they ever talked about the game. You know what I'm saying? Different times. They definitely didn't talk poorly about the coaches or the officiating. Right? If you didn't, if you didn't get a call. You know, my parents said, hey, they, welcome to the real world. You don't get what you want all the time. Deal with it. Right? Coach didn't play you enough. Double. But let me just say something. Back then, playing baseball as a young a, a, a child, as a, a youth, it was about developing character. It was about developing integrity. It was about respecting adults. Today, it's about what's your batting average. You should have hit 10 for 10 free throws. Parents are different. But how did they get different? Society has changed. They, there you go. They're changing us. Society has changed to different principles, different priorities. And I'm here to tell you, you and I talk about this all the time. You know, Netflix, there's that show called Trophy Kids. What parents are becoming today is tragic. These parents that think their kids are better than they aren't. And it's no different. It's tragic that, you know, our politicians behave the way they behave. It is a tragic. They're setting the standard. Nobody likes, I mean, there's a lot of people that like Donald Trump's behavior. But guess what? Those that don't like his behavior, they really don't like you that much either because you endorse his behavior. It's interesting. 
You know what's funny? I sit there and say, what did he say that was so bad? It's not what he says. It's how he says it. So you don't like the message, which is unsugar-coated. He said it himself. This right? world has too much political correctness. I believe that. And I'm not living by that standard, and he refuses to. And you sit there and you start thinking about all of these things, and I'm like, wow. And these tree huggers that are liberal Bernie people, you know? And those people are amazing. It kills them that Donald Trump does what he does. It kills them. They, how they are outraged. How can we live in a world like, he's like Hitler. Oh, my goodness. He's just like Hitler. I got news for people. You don't make that comparison. That for That's them, ridiculous. Yet, what he says is not politically correct, but for them to call but they him do that, right. a Hitler, that's fine. that's fine. It is such a hypocrisy what we're seeing out there. And I just start thinking about, you know, what does the future really hold? It ain't getting better. Not I on a social, social and economical it really getting, level, it's not. Is it getting better? Do we really have what it's going to take to get us to better? And I don't think we do. Entitlement has become rampant. And, and heaven forbid that somebody have a different opinion. Right? That's almost even worse. Patriot Radio News Hour. I don't know, just kind of a social side of things today. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Oh, man, this just crossed. Hedge funds buy 481 metric tons of paper gold since the start of 2016. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but wow! 481 metric tons of paper gold. I'm prepared. I've got my I've got my receipt. Not gonna help you. But you go ahead and think you do. You know, we were talking about entitlement. I want you to think about this. Allegedly now. We've been in a recovery, right, where in other words, we're not in any type of crisis and, and if you believe the Federal Reserve and, and Wall Street we're not in any type of calamity right now and haven't been for almost seven years according to them okay I was looking for the sarcasm line there well according to them I mean but look at the entitlement that Wall Street and the bankers have. And look at how easily they've gotten what they've wanted. If you were to sit there and wake up today, and let's just say 
you, you, you moved to a desert island, you got no news for 10 years. And so you had no idea about the housing crisis. You had no idea about the financial crisis. Okay, you didn't. You don't know about negative rates or quantitative easing. All of those things, by the way, entitlements, right, for Wall Street. Bailouts, TARP, QE1, 2, 3, twist, twist again, negative rates. Entitlements for Wall Street. Entitlements for people that had bad behavior, for people that had bad character. And make no mistake about it, that's what it is. But if you just woke up, and you're like, well, wait a minute, GDP is about 2%-ish. The unemployment rate's at 4.9. Right, of course, listen, this is their numbers now. 4.9. And then you said, but the Fed's funds rate is 0.25. Are you insane? Do you want to kill the American consumer? That's what people would have been saying. Remember Donald or uh, Alan Greenspan? who brought the Fed's fund rate down to 1%, which, by the way, I don't know if we'll ever get back to 1%. And everybody immediately blamed him for the housing crisis because he left it there too long because it was at 1% for like a year. <laughs> of course, little did we know. And, and all of this, all of these things, all of these games, all of these entitlements that we're giving out. See, if you're if you're not one of the elite, you get food stamps, right? You get an Obama phone, and you know what? Since we like this so much, we're going to give you free health care, right? That's what I guess that's what you picked up because you always had food stamps. But since things are getting so bad, they decided to throw in the health care thing. And then told us somehow, miraculously, it wasn't going to cost us anything. Right? That was the best part. I wish the media would just come out and say, hey, sorry, we just didn't want to do any homework and wanted to lie to you deliberately. Because that was a deliberate lie. Just another one of the deliberate lies told to the American taxpayer. Just like free trade, another deliberate lie told to the American taxpayer. And we sit here and we're going to find out 48 hours from now, you know, they're going to change a few words and do all this stuff. They've robbed you, especially all of you that have done it right. All of you that actually have money in your savings accounts, all of you that have money in your 401Ks and your IRAs, they want you to believe that they helped you. They didn't. They made it much, much worse for you. They don't pay you any interest. And now they force you to do what? To risk your money now. 
right? They force you to buy things that you know are inherently risky. Of course, that's where gold comes in. Gold's the risk-off trade. Gold's the trade that says, you know what, I've had enough. What's interesting to me is, uh, remember the darling was Chipotle? Yeah. You know what's funny is I'm looking at, at stocks are down, but the outlook is good for chicken chain El Pollo Loco. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't give people the, I don't know what virus is, the hunter virus. I know it's not that. But, but, right, right, right. But, I mean, listen, you don't want to eat a Chipotle. I'm just here to tell you they've got the poopy virus there. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but it's no good for you. Right. It, I guess, you know, it's just like the uh, the Instacart, right? What a great company to go to work for. And then you find out you can't make a living working there. I don't know. It just seems to me that we're edging so close to the wrong side of the equation. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. March Madness! March Madness! March Madness! Since the big rally, the cheapest Iran $20 and $10 gold, Iran 20s at $1,360. This is since gold has crossed the $1,200 an ounce level. I ran them at 1360 and I ran the 10s at half of that. Yesterday... My favorite team in the entire world got into the dance, got into the March Madness tournament as the number 10 seed. In honor of that, and it is March and it is madness, I'm going to take off 10 bucks from the lowest price that I've ran gold in the month of March. So today and today only, you can buy a U.S. $20 gold piece for 1350 bucks. Right now, gold's at $1,245. So that's $105 over spot, which is just, that's madness. But I'm happy to do it because I'm happy about my team at least being in the tournament for one day. And if you want to buy some fractional, you can buy some $10 gold pieces for half of that, or $675, which, honestly, that's a no-brainer. Buy the 10s first. Now, I, I do have limited supplies. I've got 25 of the $10 pieces at $675. I've only got 20 of the 20s. That's all I've got. But I'm willing to do it. March Madness is here. You know, I guess it's just kind of time to to get prepared because the entitlement world is upon us. It is destroying this country inside and out. And quite honestly, I really don't think any of the people running for office is the one that's going to lead us out of it. Uh, so put some gold away. We've got a Fed meeting here in the next 48 hours. Well, it starts tomorrow. The the press the presser will be on Wednesday. Uh, it's normally 
Uh, like you see today, gold's off 14 bucks. That's normally what we see. It's a great time to buy. Uh, so U.S. $20 gold pieces, the cheapest price we've seen uh, in well over a month at 1350 Or you can buy some 10s at $675. Uh, and right now on Wall Street, the, the Dow is mixed. The Dow's up 20. The S&P is down 3. Uh, the Nasdaq's up five. Uh, like I said, gold's down fourteen dollars, twelve hundred forty-five dollars. Silver's off ten cents, fifteen dollars fifty cents, and then crude oil down a dollar sixty-six, or a little over four percent. Of course, what a made-up move that was. The only thing I can think of on crude oil is some large corporation must have been in trouble, and they needed to get the price high enough so they could hedge before going back down to where it should be. That's just my guess, but what do I know? Patriot Radio News Hour. It'll be a better show tomorrow, maybe. Then again, maybe not. Everyone have a great day. Take care.